Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, life and personal study. What types of personal studies have you done that again, helped you, uh, get to where you are right now? I think it's been, it's been different workshops. I spent a year in between, in between career things, just going to workshops and learning from other professionals in this space. Yeah. So did yeah. you mind mentioning a few, like who, who'd you learn from? Where'd you um, pick up concepts? So it will help people center themselves with like, Oh, okay. I can relate to Tony Robbins, but I don't like Grant Cardone. Um, you know, it, it helps people center in and say, Oh wow. Okay. She learns from people that I respect um, and find valuable. Yeah. Let's see. So I have not yet been to the school of Byron Katie, but that is on my, that is on my wish list to go to the Byron Katie, but I have been to workshops by her facilitators. So the work of Byron Katie, um, a transformation Academy. Um, I've gone to another week long workshop in Arizona by wow. individual coaches. I spent, um, close to two. All right. Welcome in to Vision Pros Live with Jackson Callum. I'm your show host. We will be doing interviews for visionary entrepreneurs and guest leaders who are building fantastic visions out there. Hey, welcome into Vision Pros Live. I'm your host, Jackson Callum, founder and CEO of First Class Business. And today I'm going to have Carrie Anderson on with us. We're going to be talking about uh, nurturing the soul. That's what her calling is in life. That's what she does to, to help people. So we're going to be talking about overcoming life's challenges. We're going to be talking about uh, living an authentic life. Um, and it's going to be fun to, to discover what she's able to do. Um, she doesn't have your traditional accolades. Uh, she's like me. Um, and I'm not a university grad. I learned how to do what I do through trial and error and experiences of life and just being a student of all things that all opportunities that come my way. Um, and so I tend to gravitate towards people like Carrie and I'm like, okay, cool. She's not just holding herself up by some stupid piece of paper that's on her wall. No offense to all you grads who did that and also go about being experts. Um, but it is important to work on our continued education. And she seems like a rock star in that field. So um, we're going to be going to that in just a minute. Uh, quick shout out to our sponsors. Um, one, Cold Click right here. Cold Click's what we use for our LinkedIn automation. It gets me connected to great people like Carrie. Um, Art Hoffman, who runs that uh, company, is a friend of mine. Uh, one of the things I like about Art is that he's a former D1 football player, um, wide receiver. And if you know anything about people who play sports, they're extremely competitive. And they have an extreme tenacity for working hard and getting things done. They're going to find solutions to the problems that are in front of them, just like he had to with the cornerback who was trying to prevent him from catching the ball. And his coach was Urban Meyer. Um, if you don't know who that is, feel free to look that up. But people who've accomplished, who've, who've gone about striving to win champions, they tend to create great systems um, you know, when they, they live a holistic life. So what arts program does for me is it protects me from the algorithms um, as we try to get in front of as many people as possible who are like-minded with us. So if you need some help with that, feel free to contact Cold Click. Um, another great sponsor is tapmental.io. That's tapmental.io with David Goodall. Uh, David actually became a client of ours through this podcast. He loved the processes. It made sense. And then what's really cool is we're now actually working to become clients of his um, because his processes are all about creating a harmony and a bridge 
between the psychology of running a business and the systems that you utilize in order to be effective. He's just got some great superpowers for unlocking the barriers, the mindset challenges you may have, the limitations. Now, um, I would venture to say that everybody in this life comes with their own set of limiting beliefs, things that we don't understand, things that we need to move out of our way if we're going to climb up the mountain further and faster. Um, so feel free to reach out to him, check out his testimonials and case studies. Uh, really great guy, uh, very great, great family man as well. And and uh, specifically, he's great at working with people in the construction space, um, blue collar uh, individuals that, um, you know, that sometimes have a harder time, maybe associated with somebody like me, who's a little bit softer on the edges. Um, you know, you don't catch me in a construction site very often these days. Um, on the flip side over here, the water project, if you're in a position to be able to give back, I would highly recommend going and taking a look at the water project and considering giving to those who do not have clean drinking water, whether that's a dollar or thousand dollars. But if you also have a cause you'd like to promote, just drop it in the show notes. You never know how much good you'll do just by taking the simple act of sharing um, and creating awareness around that. You might see me promote that the next time you might see me contribute to said cause as well. Take a shot. Um, it doesn't, it doesn't do anything to you um, or for you per se, but you will be the facilitator of goodness for others. And, and that, uh, at the end of the day, makes me feel good, uh, makes me uh, excited about why I do the show. So without further ado, Carrie Anderson um, is a, I, I didn't have a title for her. She's not necessarily a coach. She's not necessarily a guru. She's not necessarily an expert, but she's a great listener. And she has unlocked um, an aura about her that I appreciate greatly. And I look forward to bringing her on, talking to her about her vision, how she can help people. So without further ado, Carrie, thank you for being on Vision Pros Live and being willing to share um, how you go about creating abundance in the lives of those that you serve. Mm, I love this. Everything that I do starts from the inside out. So what I always tell people is we can't, we can't manipulate or manage the outside world. What we can do is create from the inside. So that's, that's a real self-awareness and clearing out those blocks. And like you were mentioning before in the, in the intro, the patterns that we come into adulthood with figuring out if those are serving you and which ones are not, and then getting the ones that are not serving you out of the way and reprogramming so that you are in a, in a space to bring abundance into your life without blocking it from things that you didn't have any control over in your programming. Absolutely. I love that. So um, catch on the screen if you're if you're watching instead of listening in. Um, Carrie's company's My Mind and Body Collective. We'll be talking about that and that name choice probably in a little bit. Um, I'm, I'm curious about it. But first off, Carrie, who should be listening today? And why should they listen to you specifically with all the other billions of people uh, they could turn to for advice or, or unlocking uh, truth? And what are they going to get out of today's show? Okay. Thanks for asking. There are so many people and we're not necessarily each of us that do this, that either coach in this space or teach in this space. It's not that any of us have any real difference in what we're going to share, but who do you connect with? Whose message do you connect with? And does it resonate and land in your soul? I have learned from experience, my own personal experience, my experience with my kids and experience with a lots of personal clients and I help people all the time figure out what is bothering them, 
what what is in their way and what could we clear out how could we use and tap into the world of energy paying attention to energy principles universal laws that can make life easier and we know that anxiety is rampant right our kids have it we have it our coworkers have it and we're either dealing with it and living with it or accommodating for it and i think what's unfortunate is that so many people just assume that this is what they have to live with. And I know that you don't. I 100% believe that there are people who need pharmaceuticals and they help, and we've used that in our own family. But I also know that there are tools that people can use and implement into their lives that will lessen the levels of anxiety and help you cope and manage better so that you don't have to either just live with anxiety or rely solely on outside numbing forces, pharmaceuticals, um, things that everybody does to buffer and try to feel better that don't actually enhance your life. So I would love to be able to share some of those. I hope we get to some of that, but that's, that's what I love to teach people and help them navigate and know that you don't have to just live with the difficulties and things that make your life not feel good. Absolutely. And <clears throat> one of my roles in this uh, job is as being, a as being the host of the show is to really be a second voice. One, somebody who asks questions, if somebody, if one of my visionaries goes off topic or, or doesn't seem like they really know what they're talking about. On the flip side, it's to make sure to validate concepts that I have lived and known to be true as well and really enforce what Carrie's saying. So um, I also want to expose something real about podcasts. And, and a trend that a lot of podcasters are getting into. And that's that they make the show about themselves and about the growth of the show and trying to convince you to listen to every episode. I'm going to be the opposite of most as a host. I don't, I don't want that. I want you as a visionary to gain access to the leaders who are going to guide you to a more holistic lifestyle, but don't treat our podcast like a book. You're not meant to, to take in every single episode. Like Carrie said, maybe it is... Uh, the person that I had talking yesterday, um, Neil, um, about, about, um, oh, I'm sorry, James, James Fowles was yesterday and he talked about self-awareness as well, but he's got a different voice. He's got a different angle. He's got a different approach than Carrie and Carrie's approach is going to be fantastic for the people who need to find her. And so Carrie, I hope you use this episode, um, to really distribute this, um, in your own channels as well to attract people because that's, that's where most people are probably going to come across it unless our organic ranking for this particular show hits hard um, and people find it. But those of you who are listening in, my point with that is um, there's this great song that's called, if we're adding to the noise, turn off this song. Mm -hmm. If my podcast is adding to your noise, then just unplug, go for a walk, go get in tune with you, your mind and your heart. And <clears throat> Carrie brought up pharmaceuticals. Um, I did try that, um, you know, and, and I've got family members who also take pharma. I'm not, I'm not anti, it's not for me. But years ago, um, I, when I was going through a very rough patch of life, I decided to listen to my doctor and he had a great analogy. And it was the analogy that ultimately convinced me to do it. Um, and he said, what we need to do, Jackson, is you're not going to escape your external circumstances, but we can, ex we can help you survive the hurricane by increasing the size of your boat. And that's what these depressing medicines or depression medicines will, will help you with antidepressants. And yes. no, it did not. It was not helpful. Um, I was on it for about a month and 
after that month, I, I, there was a day where I, I had time. I was like, oh, I should call so-and-so. I don't really want to. I should call so-and-so. Ah, I don't really feel like it. Um, I should call so-and-so. That is not me. I reach out to people. Like mm -hmm. I, I need my energy. I want to, you know, be, be full of energy and helping people and useful. And I couldn't do that. when so other people said, try different medicine, blah, blah, blah. No, for me, I knew in my heart, in my mind, I needed to turn to tools that were more organic in nature um, and that were more aligned with what I felt um, were appropriate. And I, I mean, I do have access to happiness and I do have access to peace. And it was probably through using a lot of the methods that Carrie's going to be talking about. And so I'm very much an advocate for finding somebody like Carrie, hearing her out, sharing vulnerably with her where you're at, if that trust is established and making sure that, that you then put into action the, the different types of exercises that, that she may be talking about. So Carrie, I saw your thunder a little bit, but we're going to go into your vision now. What's your vision for those that you serve? What do you hope that they achieve? My, my vision to in totality is I want people to feel more peace. I was in a space where my world was very, very crazy. I was very stressed out. I was very under pressure. My relationships were cracking and I was making a mess of them. And once I moved through this and tried these things and found them to work for me, really all I wanted for people is to feel at peace, feeling happiness, joy, loving, you know, everything that happens. That's another level. But if people can just get to a place where they're feeling at peace and at ease with their life, that's something that I know that everybody can get to. And that's what I want for people. And then we can go past that you know, bringing in more experiences and spending time with the things that you love and and those upper higher level vibration activities and events and stuff, but just getting to a place of peace like that, just right yeah. there, you can exhale and feel just at peace. That's what I want for people. That can scare people who don't have peace. And at the same time, she, I believe 100% in the same truth. Peace is the foundation. Um, and when you don't have that foundation set, um, it can be scary because you don't have anything to fall back on when the momentary feelings of something like happiness, it can be fleeting, disappear. You know, when, when somebody in your life passes away, um, that's, that's meaningful to you and you don't have peace. That's where you end up typically turning to a vice to bridge the gap, um, you know, or down, down dark spaces that, that create more turmoil, turmoil in your life. So, um, I happen to agree wholeheartedly with you on it. I'm, I'm grateful that you're an advocate for it. What's your personal vision for you, Carrie? What do you want to see for yourself over the next five or 10 years? I, I want to get to where I know that I spend an equal or a balanced amount of time serving people, helping people get to this place where they're moving the garbage out of their lives and feeling peace. I want to balance that with time with my kids and grandkids and having both coexist in a balanced way so that while I'm with kids and grandkids, I'm not worried about this piece over here falling apart. And when I'm in this piece of working through my business and working with clients, that that feels good. And I'm not worried about what's happening over here with kids and grandkids and travel. I have to put a plug in for travel because that's huge too, to me. So that has, that's a, that's a big part of my vision in the next few years too. I see that. that. I see that vision behind you. you. That? Uh, that that sign um, as an analytic, I was like, 
That is a really cool sign. It would play mind games with me every day because it says Honolulu 400 miles that way, but Miami 132 that way. Like, where could you go in the world to get to each of the? Oh, it says 4,780. There we this go. Is my, oh, um, this is my ha- this is my happy place. This is what I love to be surrounded. And on the wall that you can't see that way, but I can see is my pictures of um, visiting Machu Picchu and other beach where trips. Where is that sign from? Do you know the one behind you? Like the where? Sign? Like, I or. I ordered it from Pottery Barn, Pottery Barn Teen, I think, um, like 15 years ago. It was in my daughter's room. And then when she moved out and I had extra rooms in my house, I got to create an office and I put it up right here. So I, I would love to know happy. where in the world like that sign actually is. Yeah. Where in the world? Uh, I don't know. Be, I think they so made cool. it up. So maybe, maybe. I don't know. Uh, the math's starting to pay, make more sense to me now with that 4,000. So, uh, but I, I love it. It's fun. Yeah. Uh, it reminds me of Mexico um, where they have a lot of those types of signs on the, the beaches. And yes, travel is, is, is healing. It's wonderful. It's eye opening. Um, and so I'm, I'm glad that you mentioned that. And as far as balance goes, um, let's talk about balance a little bit. So there's different ways to define it and look at it. Um, <clears throat> some people see it as like, okay, well, everything in life has to be equal. Um, people see it in different fashions. I have my own theory on it. What, what does balance mean to you? You know, it's, it's interesting because it's not, it's not an equal, it's not like I get equal time with kids and grandkids and travel and equal time in work. And that feels good. I think it's recognizing that, okay, this needs more of my attention right now. And I'm, I'm happy to give that because in January I'm completely checking out and I'll be gone for 10 days and that's going to feel really good but they're not they're not necessarily equal but getting to a place where it feels good to be able to manage all of it at one time i like that um that goes right in hand with my favorite analogy on the subject thank you jake larson um by the way for guiding me to it but there's this awesome uh talk lecture on plate spinners um and the balance act of plate spinning and how sometimes one particular plate needs more attention than others um, and that could be a quick, you know, the equivalent of a wayward son or daughter, um, mm-hmm. where you need to spend more time focused on that particular relationship at any given time, rather than trying to make sure that every single right spinning on those sticks is equally attended to. Um, so cool. We yeah. were aligned on that as well. So anybody's listening in, uh, you know, maybe consider writing your list of, of balances. Um, you know, what, what things are you trying to balance in life? As you get a list that can often help alleviate some of the pressure of just knowing what's what irons are in the fire, what things you have to attend to in life. And then you can maybe work on your priorities from there. So Carrie, what's your worst business experience ever? For so, visionaries who are like looking to start their ventures or maybe in the middle of it, this can be very helpful for them to know like, I'm not alone and, and how hard this really is. Yeah, it can be so, so challenging. I would say that the worst ever came before I was in this business. I chose, I, I got led and picked, I believe, to do what I'm doing now um, by no, not my own doing. But when I was in real estate and things just got so unmanageable, so many people asking for my time, needing my time, demanding from me um, so much out of balance, masculine energy of hustle, go, create, achieve, accomplish, coerce, overcome. And it felt so terrible. It felt so terrible that I just knew that I could not do that um, long-term. 
I couldn't maintain it long-term and I didn't have any of the tools that I have now and so much programming that I didn't have, that I now choose into that I didn't have then. Like I couldn't, I couldn't institute boundaries. I couldn't separate what other people thought from what I thought and that what I thought about myself is more important than what other people think of me. Like all of these things, I didn't have those tools and I was just a big mess and I left. I quit yeah. <clears throat> to figure out what was next because that was not sustainable long-term. So. so in that case, um, uh, there's so much I want to talk to on that because between the stock market and the masculinity, right? That, that coercion and all that, and the real estate market, uh, people do, um, struggle to even realize that they're not being authentic yeah. with the way that they, they hustle yeah. and grind, um, to move life forward. But I'm going to skip that. What's your best experience in business? So I had, I've had a few of several of these days since then, but I remember having a day where, um, our business was getting off the ground. I had had, um, two individual clients, um, a teenager and then a mom, um, going through some stuff. And I had at that stage of the game in working through our business, feeling like, okay, we just made, we just made some progress. And I got to work with these two people who needed my help and I helped them. I saw their lives. I saw their faces, their bodies changed. And I got in the car and I use Marco Polo a lot with my partner. And, um, I just Marco Polo my partners. And I was like, you guys, this was the best day. Like it's coming together. This is happening. The things that I'm supposed to be doing are happening. And I want more days like this, more days where I am able to create and serve people and watch people's lives change sitting in front of me. So I'm fortunate that I've had more of those days since then, but that one sticks out in my mind as being, mm -hmm. because we started our business just before COVID, we um, signed a lease on a building. And so for six months into our collective business, we had signed a lease. And so it was, it had been a struggle. There was just struggle yeah. after struggle in that. And so having this one day that felt so good and so like I was living my purpose felt so right that I was like, yep. Okay. I'm going to keep going so that I keep having more days like this. I love that. <clears throat> That's that realization that, um, you know, we don't have a constant firework show going off at every moment of every day. And that's not natural. That's, that's probably not a natural way to live. It would be fairly exhausting. Um, <clears throat> there are entities that pull that off, um, you know, like Six Flags <laughs> or like SeaWorld, where they literally have a firework show, you know, every night that they're open. And at the same time, that moment, right, is an hour, hour and a half at most. It's still not the day-to-day -day reality. So I think a lot of people get stuck with imagining that's what life's all about. It's constant fireworks. Constant um, highs. Yeah. yeah. We all live and, there. Yeah, that's exactly. But it is cool that you're preparing, you know, you, you caught that vision to realize, oh, wow, I can have these more often, um, you know, in, in my business. And that is, that is a fun experience when you, when you get to have that. So uh, in order to get there, um, there's probably some powerful lessons that, that you've, come to realize about yourself, about life, the one you shared about your worst business experience ever, that was huge in and of itself. What's another powerful lesson that, that you'd like other visionaries to be aware of um, that, that can help them based on your experience? I think it's super, super important to be in the space of being a creator and not a reactor. 
because so unless you're really paying attention, so many people live in the space of just making quick decisions, quick reactions, and just reacting to what life throws them rather than setting out for yourself what you want to create. This is what I want this to look like. And I've had so many powerful experiences of feeling like, okay, I'm a little out of control. I just have to wait. I don't know what's going to happen next. And then I remember, okay, I get to create this, which is why I remember that day so clearly thinking, telling the universe in my creative space, I want more days like this. I want you to send me more days just like this. So creating, when we were, we were moving buildings and looking for a larger space and it was feeling a little um, like we weren't, we weren't hitting the mark. And um, three of us sat down together and we wrote out, this is exactly what we need in our next space. And not kidding, the next day, our real estate agent called us back and said, I know you already looked at this space, but I have a couple more ideas. Will you come see it again? And I knew in that moment that because we'd gotten so specific about what we wanted and needed, that before we even got there, we knew this is the right space for us. This is going to work this time. So I just would encourage people to be really creative in what you want and take that power hold on to that power and don't just wait for external circumstances to fall into place. And it's not a hustle. It's not the hustle culture that I left from real estate, but it's really being in an intuitive, creative space, paying attention to what's going on, but what do you need and what do you want to see moving forward? I love that. <clears throat> intuitive. Um, these words again, if these are new words to you, please look them up. Um, you know, get make sure that you you take the space, the time to understand it because uh, Carrie's unlocking phenomenal truths right now for what it is you're up to. And that when I say visionary, I'm not just talking about entrepreneurs and people who have clear visions, I'm talking about everybody in the world, every mm -hmm. single person has a vision for their life. You know, you have guidance in your heart and mind. Um, and so, and, and we ignore that oftentimes, but I'm going to highlight what Carrie said. She said, uh, creators rather than reactors are looking at what I want, right? What is it that I want as that creator? Uh, I'll, I'll give you some symptoms that are out there right now, right? If you're chasing chat GPT, because somebody else told you that you need it, you're not creating what you want. If you're chasing TikTok. If you're chasing, so if you're going after something because somebody else has convinced you that it's valuable or important, you might want to pause, take a pullover mm -hmm. and, and stop and think, okay, what do I actually want for my business? Um, we also lie to ourselves. We all do it. You know, I know it's a triggering word for a lot of people, but when we say I need X, Y, or Z, like 99% of the time we don't need it. You know, we're just kind of demanding the universe provides it. And that's also a dangerous game because now you're trying to control the outcome. Um, and oftentimes you will receive that outcome, even though it's not necessarily in your best interest. So when we talk about intuition, um, you know, realizing how to decipher your wants and needs um, and to move past the immediate want or need of that hamburger or that ice cream versus mm -hmm. what's going to help make my life more holistically. I'm going to, this is a really challenging question, Carrie. What, what are some tips and tricks? How do people slow down, get out of their own way and start to really start to feel their, their creator within them and follow that overall the noise. 
So I, one of the things, so you do have to take some time away from the noise. So one facet of our business is really, really um, like huge, huge chunk is meditation. Um, and so spreading that out into the space of calming the noise, slowing down your environment or pulling yourself out of all of the crazy and being able to see and really sit with, does this feel good in the short term? Or is this going to be a long-term? So if I look out three to five years, is this thing right now going to matter? And then make your decision based on that. But then also really intentionally going into each day with, here's what I want to create today. Um, and I, I have all kinds of like time management stuff and, and prioritization and tools like that to look at what is most important today so that I don't get caught up in what's way less important. But sometimes we waste our time on those things because the things that need our attention cause us a little bit of fear or um, unintentional procrastination because there's some fear involved with moving forward on those things that actually will move the needle in our business or in our lives. So I really like my foundation is make sure that you what in whatever way meditation works for you, whether that is walking, being outside in nature, if it's, you know, your exercise, if it is sitting in your car with nothing on for 10 minutes, or if it's a traditional sitting on your couch with music playing and you're able to check out for 30 minutes, any of those kind of things so that you get better at tuning in to your internal compass. Because sometimes that people don't, they are just not attached to that because the world is so noisy and so stressful. They have no idea what their inner compass, their higher power, whatever they choose to call it is telling them and guiding them towards, but figuring out what practice you can put into your life so that this inner compass, higher power is louder than everything else. And you can really tune in and let that guide you to what is authentically supposed to be a part of your life or your business. Oh, I love that. That higher compass and helping it become louder than than the world. Um, right. That that takes some serious exercise. You you empowered me just now, and I'm grateful for this. <laughs> um, one thing that that came to mind as you talked about that was the fact that, like, well, I was thinking of young kids and, and myself, right? We all justify this, like, but I can learn so much on my phone. Um, you know, and, and through YouTube and through constant interaction with things. Right. And that my challenge to anybody who's facing that, that reality is to flip the question and say, what I'm going to tell myself today, and I'm actually going to do this is what do I learn? What can I learn without being plugged in? Because we often think that we're just getting nothing out of it. We're not, we're not listening. We're not looking. Mm -hmm. Right. So I love to go on walks. That's my meditation. I'm glad you said it. You know, I'm yeah. not a sit here yeah. and think it about it. It, uh, mm -hmm. it doesn't help me, um, you know, as much, but I, I do that too. However, if I can leave my phone here, right. And go for that walk. What I challenge you to do is what, uh, what I'm going to do is I'm going to take an inventory after that five or 10 minute walk. It's probably gonna be 10. I'll set over five. I'll go over 10. And then I'm gonna come back and journal what did I learn in that 10 minute experience? Where did my brain and my heart take me during that mm -hmm. time? Um, Cause we, we just don't make the space to often evaluate or appreciate that activity of solitude. Right. And I would say that 
it's also a very cumulative, is that the right way to say that? Experience know. that one time you may feel like I didn't get anything out of that. Okay. One 10 minute, you might not get it. You, you got a nice calm walk. Another 10 minute, you might not get anything out of it. But as you compound mm. those experiences, you get more and more out of it. Your nervous system becomes calmer. Your nervous system calms down so that you don't, so that you get out of that space of reacting knee jerk, knee jerk, um, explanations or responses to kids, coworkers, things like that. And when you calm down your nervous system, you're spending less time in that fight or flight so that you can actually authentically respond the way you want. And that's to me, one of the hugest benefits of practices over and over again. So 10 minutes today and for the rest of the month, you're going to be different, a different version of you yep. after 30 days of just 10 minutes a day than you are right now. And you, you Huge. won't be able to put your finger on it, but I promise that it happens and right. it's just so good. So good for us. Well, and you might, and that's where that coaching goes into play, right? That's Carrie. I'm so glad you unlocked that too, because, um, the, the walk, right. That's one exercise in the experience, especially in unplugging. That's an, and if you, Think about that word exercise. You have to do it multiple times for the strength to be able to develop. But if you're also walking with the intent of learning, you've added a new exercise into that. And if you're also walking with the intent of journaling afterwards, well, your journaling on day one is going to be less of a mind exercise than after you've done it 30 days in a row and built up those muscles. Um, so all of those, all of those habits that are starting to form um, you know, you, you might, you might feel the difference right away um, in what you do. Um, yeah. you, you might recognize it, but what Carrie can't predict, what I can't predict, what, what nobody else can is how many of these elements have you already put in place in your life? Um, you know, to make that experience, um, as, as special as it can be, um, the more prepared you are, the stronger you are, the, the more you're going to get out of things. That's, that's a reality. So if you're overwhelmed or intimidated by that reality, don't, my, my, my invitation is don't be right. Just start. Mm -hmm. You know, you're, you're not in a, I'm not in a better spot than you. Carrie's not in a better spot than me. We're in the spots we need to be in. And if we can leverage these types of exercises and tools, it's amazing how, how far we can go, how much peace we can develop in our life. Um, mm -hmm. So uh, just, I, I don't know. I'm just, I'm just grateful there's for just, what you did for me I there because I'm going to use it. <laughs> I love to remind people that there's no wrong way. If your intent is I need to, I need a timeout. I need to calm down my mind and body and you my mind, my spirit, my brain, if that's your intent and you take 10 minutes to go do that by turning off noise, turning off notifications, I'll take my, uh, my watch off because I can be trying to do something and someone will be trying to get at me. And I'm like, Oh shoot, I forgot to take my watch off. Do those things to just give yourself a few minutes, your mind, your brain to just settle. And we manage and keep so much stress if we are not actively trying to release it and manage it and going into meditation, walking exercise, those, all those things allow our body to release the stress that we just automatically um, consume and get into our minds and our bodies on a daily basis. So releasing those is huge. I love that you mentioned taking the watch off. I <laughs> absolutely love that. Um, that is also one of the things you triggered that I, I almost forgot to say, and I know it's by divine alignment that we're supposed to talk about it now because I, I don't have a Fitbit, um, or anything of the nature. This is just a rubber band. Um, and I wear it for a different reason. Um, but 
I've wanted a Fitbit. Marketing has convinced me in the world that I need one of those cool rings or I need a Fitbit, <laughs> something where I can unplug but track. And I I did the calorie counting for a while. Um, you know, I did it for about four months and I felt awful. Um, it, I, I, I realized and it, it came to I came to a realization that I wasn't listening to my body. I was listening to an app that wasn't with me 24 seven on what I was doing. And so here I was counting, cal counting calories as a non-expert, um, trying to make sure that I was doing the right thing for my health. And it just, it just on me one day, I was like, this is never going to work without expert guidance. Like this is not healthy. Um, I need to go back to listening to my body and sure enough, my health improved by mm. unplugging from that app. And so while I want my steps counted and <laughs> I want to be like everybody else in that regard, and I want to use these apps that will make sure that I am, uh, the external forces will make sure that my internal is working properly. That's not how it works. So what you just said, like taking the watch off, like, again, I need that that liberation myself too to realize like whoa it's not the external yeah. that guides me. Yeah. And it can feel really uncomfortable at first. Like this didn't this didn't come naturally to me when I first started meditating and leaning into these practices. It wasn't it it felt a little wonky, I will be honest. And yeah. sometimes weren't as good as others. And then other times when I was really able to connect and feel and it I could tell that it was making me a better version of myself then I was like yeah now I can listen to my internal cues more than external cues and that's mm -hmm. just so that just makes life feel better and more authentic you're able to blow off those things that are trying to tell you that you're not enough you're not good enough you need to do better you need to do more mm -mm. yeah mm -mm. absolutely that's not what I'm feeling I'm feeling like I'm showing up as the best version of myself I love this. You have nurtured my soul quite well today. Um, and I look forward to our lifelong friendship. Um, I'd like to take a few minutes to dive into your brand a little bit and uh, just hear you talk about it. So tell us about mind, uh, my mind and body collective. Um, and I'll let you lead that while I just share my screen. Sure. Um, so we are, I have, um, there's four of us working together now and we do classes in person, but we also have an online class, um, a one night a week online class for people who find us and would like to be involved. We provide opportunities for you to connect with our practitioners, us individually, um, to work through your individual issues. Um, we all have, we all have stuff. So classes are a great place to come and learn meditation, dip your toes in, go through an experience with other people who are doing the exact same thing. Um, sound classes, sound healing, breath work, meditation, Qigong, um, different things like that. I teach a yoga class. We have a Kundalini yoga class, um, different classes, all with the intent to help you start reconnecting to yourself and feeding your soul and realizing that what you have is within, that we're here to help guide you, but we are not the people who are going to give you a prescriptive, this is what you should do. I think you should do this. When I'm in my sessions with people, it's so much about questions. What are you feeling? Okay, as you tell me about that experience, what did that, what did that feel like to you? How did you feel like in that moment? When did you, when did you first notice that? And we dig into those kind of things. So as a collective, we are practitioners and we provide classes, we provide online support. 
um, our Tuesday night class is two hours long. So if you just joined and came to Tuesday night classes and had an online session with somebody, that would be such a huge boost to your mental, emotional, spiritual health that I can't even really put it into words. But that's what we are here to do with our classes and our individual sessions with people. Heavily awesome. based in And it looks like this work. is not just for women, but also for men. Oh, for sure. Yes. Um, oh, go ahead. Our One of our partners, Jerry, teaches the Wednesday night class and it's the one, it's full. It's it's not online, so it's for people who live near around Ogden. Um, we our location is in Ogden, Utah. We get people from Salt Lake, Tremonton, sometimes Davis County for different events. And but we do have our online classes and online support. And um several of our practitioners are able to do one-on-one -on -one sessions online as well. So it's available for anybody who needs some mental, emotional physical healing support. Absolutely. That's awesome. Um, well, it looks like you have a great team and a great process and program. So for those who are interested, feel free to reach out to Carrie um, and connect with her. Where's the, where's the preferred place to connect with you if somebody wanted to, to reach out one-on-one? -on -one? Um, you can easily find me on Facebook, Carrie Anderson, I believe. I think I changed it. Finally, after 35 years, I changed my maiden name to my married name. So Carrie Anderson um, on Facebook. Um, I believe there's a form on one of those websites that people can send us messages. We're on Instagram as yeah. mymindbodycollective.com or mymindbodycollective on Instagram. And we always awesome. see our messages there. Perfect. Very good. Um, is there anything anything else you'd like to add to the audience? I'll, if not, I'll, I'll, I'll ask for one more power lesson because I've just, I really enjoyed the session. Uh, I've gotten a lot out of it myself. So um, anything else you'd like to share? I think I would love for people to begin learning that what they think about themselves is more important than what the world thinks of you. And if you can spend time managing that aspect, when I, when I meet with people so often, their self-esteem is low, their um, feelings of self-love are so low. And that causes so many other problems because when you feel good about you and you recognize that your opinion, your, how you feel about you matters so much, then you're able to let so much garbage go without rocking your world. So I love that. That I is could spend another huge. hour on that, but there you go. Well, you could. And, and with the visionary entrepreneurs I work with, I can't, I can't work with people. I cannot help people um, whose, whose voice comes from other people's heads. Um, you know, they've got to have their own vision of what they do. Otherwise it won't work. Um, there's, there's no way to grow somebody 100%. who doesn't know who they are, what they stand for, what their purpose is. And so getting that figured out, um, is, is incredibly valuable and valuable and important. And oftentimes that means learning to drown the noise out of those who have defined you in life. So what a, what a beautiful message, yeah. uh, vision pros. We hope you've enjoyed this episode. We look forward to seeing you, um, on the next, on the next show. As you uh, feel free to feel free to comment on the show. If you have questions, leave them there. We'll make sure Carrie gets them. And we've also dropped in the comments links to her resources. Um, indulge fully in those opportunities if it helps quiet the noise and unlock your uh, your soul and, and help you align with your more inner authentic self. So, Carrie, thanks for being here today. We yeah. appreciate it. Thanks for having me. Appreciate it. Absolutely.
Thank you for being here today. I'm really happy that you tuned in to Vision Pros Live. I'm looking forward to seeing your reactions as these episodes continue to move forward. This is going to get more and more fun. We'll have more and more engagement as well. We'll invite people to participate in the show. And thank you for giving us your time and attention. Have an 